Welcome to the 99th edition of the Guna Podcast, recorded on the Monday evening between Arsenal's matches against Blackburn Rovers and Sunderland at the beginning of February. Thanks to our sponsors, Gunashirts.com, the website for all of your coolest Arsenal t-shirts. I'm your host, David Udo, and still with me on the panel from our previous recordings this evening are Steve Ashford, Mark Ollington, Joe Broadfoot, and now our special guest, the editor, Kevin Witcher. And as has become traditional of late, on our final podcast of each monthly recording session, we reminisce on past matches from the month in question. So this time around is memories of February games in season past. As usual, our publisher Mike Francis has done some prep for us and provided us with a list of matches that might act as an aid, aid memoir, but by will, by no means discount, other fixtures that stick in our panel's memories. Let's start beginning with those February memories. Um, last year was an absolute nightmare. We had the four all at Newcastle. We were falling up after 20 minutes and one all against Leighton Orient. Mark, you are shaking your head very angrily. It all still feels so recent, doesn't it? It does. Uh, it, a year ago. A year ago. Hello. But you think the highs of that, that Barca game was just so fantastic. Then to go to that Carling Cup defeat like a few days later, well, a week, week and a half later, but I still can't get over that Carling Cup defeat. I'm, I'm not going to speak, Steve. I'm going to be quiet. Carling Cup defeat, you have to say, I mean, okay, I, I, know, I know we fucked up, but when Fabregas got injured in the previous week's game against Stoke, and he trudged off, and we all knew he wouldn't make the final. I just thought, oh fuck, Arsenal's injury curse strikes again. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure if Fabregas hadn't got injured in that Stoke game, if it hadn't been postponed due to the snow, you know, Fabregas was fit, we'd have beaten Birmingham. Yeah. Was, was Stoke a, postponed? Stoke was postponed last December, December 2010. Hmm. And the rearranged game was for the Wednesday before the Carling Cup final. Oh, okay. For some unknown yeah. reason. Well, Fab- got, and Fabregas got injured in that the game. The strange thing about that Carling Cup final, I always got the feeling that, that we didn't really want to want to win it um, during 90 minutes. Oh, I, wanted to win it, but I, it I had the feeling, feeling Arsene Wenger, with, again, the substitutions were a bit odd, if I remember rightly. Mm. Um, I, I thought, oh, we're taking our best players off. I'm not really sure why, but you know, he mm. might might have some master plan up his sleeve, and we're going to try and win it in extra time. We camped in their half. Last 25 minutes of that match was one-way traffic. We was camped in their area. If we'd have had Fabregas orchestrating those attacks, I'm sure we would have scored one, two goals. Oh, yeah. If it's it just we to took some offensive player off, like if it had probably Arshavin got taken off on 70 it, or something like yeah, that, and then, and then gone, I thought we're not going to we're not yeah, going to get the bad winner. decision. Bad decision by Wenger as usual, but if we'd have got if we'd have got to the extra time, we'd have murdered Birmingham. They were on the ropes. Mm. They broke they broke away. We fucked up. They scored. The rest is history. Well, it didn't break away. Uh, as I recall, the there was a long punt up the field to yep. the keeper, which we made a hash of with Koscielny. It was and, and the guy that scored the, the guy that scored the goal for Birmingham, uh, Martin. He's been it? away in Russia for three or four years before that. Mm. Comes back to Birmingham on loan. Doesn't score at all for Birmingham in any league game. Comes back, plays in the final, scores that goal. It was a weird afternoon. Was, even the weather was weird. It was ridiculously wet that afternoon. Yeah, Rainy in the oh, sunny in the morning. It's just one of those in the afternoon. days when it just it, it, like the elements are ra- raining against us. And it, in fact, it reminds me a bit of the final in Paris. You know, again the rain. You know, it's something mm. about mm. dull mm. weather and Arsenal suffering. I don't know what it You're is. right. Actually, next time we get a cup mm. final, let's pray it doesn't rain. Was there rain in the um, Cup Winners' Cup when Naeem scored that awful goal? I'm sure there was rain there. <laughs> it was wasn't rain there? Yeah. all the day. 
I remember the rain thundering down. It was absolutely pissing. It was a terrible day last year. I mean, we lost 2 1. I had to go to work in the evening. It took fucking ages to get there. And then the girl I was seeing at the time, who I would have asked to be my wife, gave me the fucking elbow. I'll be honest. Last day of February last year was a pain in the arse. But on the plus side, Dave. (laughs) But on the plus side. On the plus side. Nicola Griffiths, her name was Nicola Griffiths. I didn't want his name. (laughs) Um, No, on the plus side. the guys that made mistakes have learnt a lot. I mean, yeah. Shelney's played brilliantly since. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just you know, his sense is terrible at times. Still. But, but yeah. I think, I mean, look, you know, he picked up the player of the month yeah. award the, uh, the other day, and, uh, you know, I thought that was merited. For, for, for January? Well, right. The Arsenal player of the month for January. But <laughs> it's still a player, it's still an award. Well, that's like, uh, I'm going to make an analogy of some kind. Right. That's like the least drunk, drunken Algodics Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a point well made. Because he only has improved 100%, hasn't he? But he has improved. He's played for France since, since yeah. then, hasn't he? I think he's a good player. He's still got lapses. And he's improved as a result of that mistake. He's learned. And Chesney's also improved. He's still not a top four player, Kishani. Still got lapses. Last week against Bolton, when he went twice, he let God get in front of him. Yeah, yeah. And presented Bolton with two guilt-edged chances. He's made some pretty serious mistakes since... But he's made less since than he did before. Well, I think he would be a great. So I think he's improved. I think he'd be a fantastic defensive midfielder, breaking forward as well. I just, just looking at the results from last February, it was a fucking miserable month this time <laughs> last year. I mean, I remember the one all at Leyen Orient. I remember reading Kev's editorial the day after. I, I felt as though I got told off. It, it was never so got harsh on it the It never Arsenal got better. It never Seriously, got better. Seriously, I think everyone should have been clapped that. Well, from played, February, well played. From February to May, yeah. in February, when we played late in the world, we were second in the, t- in the Premier League, going for the Championship. Yeah. We ended up hanging on to fourth. Oh, God, yeah. We I lost mean, virtually I mean, every game. Our, our league record after the, uh, the Carling Cup was, it was absolutely terrible. Two wins. Let's hope. Two wins. Let's How hope the Spurs, the the Spurs, the Spurs, the Spurs have a similar collapse this year. Was the Stoke game in February last year? We won 1 0. Yeah. See, that was rubbish because Sebastian Scanarchi scored the winning goal, and that yeah. impressed me. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So even the win was d- a bit negative, wasn't I'm it? I'm going to change onto happier <laughs> February memory. Hey. Just to give our listeners a break. Hey. All right? And I'm going back to one on the list. I think it's a bit predictable, but it shows how time flies because this was only six years ago, but it seems longer, and that is the trip to Real Madrid. For that infamous oh, yeah. one ah. 16 game in uh, the Bernabeu first leg uh, against the Galacticos of the time, a team that included Zidane, mm. uh, the fat Ronaldo, who uh, wasn't quite as fat as he is now, uh, <laughs> David Beckham, I think Louis, was Louis Figo still there? Uh, yeah, he was at that yeah. point. Uh, Casillas in goal, Sergio Ramos had just joined the club. They had quite Roberto a... Roberto Carlos at left back. And many names, indeed. Many, many names. And we had a fairly... Um, a bit of a mixed team. Some some youngsters, I mean, Fabregas uh, really made his mark in that game. We had a back four. Flamini. Didn't we? Uh, uh, Flamini. Abouay. Did Kerry Gilbert play in this no, game? No, it was no. Abouay, Flamini... The Arby played, didn't he? <laughs> did he? Did he actually start the game? Oh, so yeah, I mean, you know, not not a team that was expected to get a result in that particular stadium, and yet uh, we really played our socks off. And uh, I mean, I think a lot of fans still remember that as one of their favourite matches, uh, just because it was a classic Arsenal in a way. It was beating the odds, you know, backs to the wall stuff. 1-0 results 
almost snatched a victory, you know. Well, you that was still the end of the Invincibles, to be well, honest. Well, it was the tail end of the Invincibles. Last season, the, the, the last game of the Invincibles was the 2006 Champions yeah. League final. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah most of them were still around. And um, and I reckon if Wenger hadn't, I've said this many times, I won't say it again, but if Wenger hadn't taken Fabregas off, we'd have won that game. Now, are you talking about the one in Paris? Cup final in Paris. I have to say, Steve, Fabregas was knackered. He wasn't knackered, he was running the game. With, we with, had ten men, and Fabregas was not running the game. He was running the game with Freddie. His problem was that he brought on Flamini, who didn't touch the He was ball. running mm. the game with Freddie and Cleb. We had the midfield. Mm. Once Fabregas went off, our entire midfield, you know, conundrum, well. just did, did, didn't exist anymore. We, did, we didn't have I honestly, I honestly think that Fabregas, along with it the rest of the team, You ask Fabregas now. You ask Fabregas mm, now. Right. He says I should never come off in that game. If I hadn't come off, we'd have won it. Hmm. All players say that, though, Steve. I mean, no, no one wants to get substituted. Not yeah. even, not even Theo. But it was a great Again, run. A bad, anyway, a bad, a great run to the, the final. A bad Wenger. Amazing run to the final. Considering yeah. that season we struggled to come fourth. Don't forget that was the infamous season yeah. where Spurs got got the shits on the last day of the oh, season, yeah. which had that magical, magical last day at Highbury, which was just phenomenal. Mm. But going back to February is what we're doing doing now. That was an amazing game. That Champions League yeah, run, wasn't it? Was. And that was Fantastic. a phenomenal way match. Mm. I remember. I, I think. Did anybody here go? I didn't go. I, I didn't go. There. Did you go again? I was there, indeed. Yeah. What was the atmosphere like there? Was it a good one? Uh, well, it was interesting because I was sitting. Um, I got a ticket through a contact because uh, I had a ticket in the away section. But I mean, I got a ticket. I gave out to Mike Francis because I was able to get a ticket in a better seat, right in amongst uh, mm. the locals, you know. And uh, they weren't happy. Let's <laughs> 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 put it that way. Um, so they, I didn't really, I couldn't really go completely nuts in the way that. Uh, did they sash you out? Did they know that you were? Well, no. What is interesting was when the goal went in. Quite a lot of people jumped up in yeah. various parts <laughs> of the stadium. So there were a lot of Arsenal fans in the Real sections, um, but not enough of us to uh, start jumping around yeah. in individually. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, it was. Uh, oh, it was a special night, and it was a first leg as well. So in a way, you know, Real still had a chance to come back. So it wasn't mm. like a complete downer on Real Madrid. And I think Real Madrid, in fairness to them acknowledged that they'd been in a game mm. and, and had met a team that, um, I mean, maybe didn't deserve to win, but certainly deserved to, uh, to, to be level with them. Um, what do you think of the stadium here? Do you like the stadium? Oh, I love that stadium. I mean, I Very think lovely. arguably it's even better than the Burner, uh, the New Camp because you're actually a bit closer in. And they had the final there in, in 2010 and I went to that. And um, I, I think, you know, I mean... I'd, Probably it may be the best stadium in Wherever the world. Wherever you sit, you're never further than about three or four feet from the pitch. Yeah, it's it goes up rather way. than back. Yeah, mm. no, it's a wonderful place. Since the uh, the nil nil and the burnabout, um, with two years gaps, it's been quite scary. End of February 2008, Birmingham 2, Arsenal 2, when Eduardo's leg got snapped in half. Two years later, 27th of February um, 2010, Ramsey's leg got snapped in, snapped in half. Bearing in mind it's two years later again. And we're playing Spurs at home, which have William Gallas in their squad. Can you imagine him, God forbid, going in knee-high and taking out Oxlade-Chamberlain in his career? <laughs> if Gallas is playing in that game, I'd have every confidence we should beat them. No, <laughs> we have you to know? hope for something. Is I mean, Gallas injured at the moment? Is he injured now? He or is he not being picked? I don't know. I mean, they, they seem to have any other at the back all the time, and they seem, they keep winning. Mm. And they, they just they bought Ryan got, Nelson as well. Four, yeah, he can't get anywhere near the team. They've he's got, they've got four props at the back. I mean, I mean, you've got King, 
Dawson, Gallus, and who's the other one? Uh, is it? Uh, hang on, what's his name? Um, oh, can't remember. Gary Mather. No. <laughs> anyway, whoever he is, they never fit. They always mix and match the two injured players out of the four, and they're still nine points ahead of us. What's that telling? Twelve you? points. Twelve points. Potentially, who knows what, what time this podcast goes I mean, if goes we out. had the Spurs <laughs> centre half problem, our fans would be in uproar. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had Gallus injured, Dawson injured, King injured, and a fourth bloke injured? We'd be we'd, we'd, we'd be saying we'd be saying get the checkbook out. And, fa- yet, and yet Spurs every week they're better than us. In fairness, we we do seem to start with an injured Dawson, but the German version thereof every week, sadly. Yeah. Um, Crikey! Uh, just looking at these, apparently my favourite ever game was on that list. You know what is? What's your favourite ever game? Apart from when we won trophies, the game against Wednesday seven-one. I remember as a particular I remember highlight that Saturday afternoon yeah. because there are, for a couple of reasons. A, it was so mental to obviously get six goals in the last twenty minutes. Whereas you know, Kevin Campbell came on, they literally changed the entire match. Mm. It was one or up to that point. But then what also was noticed for them, it was a big protest on the North Bank afterwards against the um, seats on the North Bank and the, and the bond scheme. And at the time, I know Steve was an advocate of the bond scheme, maybe that was the best thing he'd ever done. But at the time, as a young man, left wing, criticised, <laughs> I was there thinking, down with the bond. I remember, I remember getting my Champions video and being disgusted with the James song, sit down afterwards and the, and the advert for the bond. So a protest for that match was, um, was unplanned. And the thing was, everyone had to sit down on the North <sighs> Bank after the match obviously but then after we did 7-1 the last thing anyone wanted to do was sit on the North Bank for no reason at all <laughs> I think it lasted for all the 15 minutes until we got cleared out it's funny you and mentioned that was that it's funny you mentioned the 7-1 mark because I've been supporting Arsenal for 40 odd years and I've seen most home games in that time I've never seen a score more than 7 ever every time we get to 7 and we've scored 7 loads of times mm. we never get to 8 we've never ever scored 8 goals all the time I've been supporting Arsenal and on Saturday, when we were six-one up with half an hour to go, I'm thinking <laughs> we've got half an hour to get two more, and we still didn't manage it. Why do we never get eight goals? Because uh, of Wenger's substitutions. Perhaps. Yeah, Jerry, you looking at this this list of games and seeing anything that, that I, makes I, you laugh? I think I'm I'm starting to think I'm a very negative person because I I think of February as as injury month, you know, <laughs> be, purely because of the Eduardo and Ramsey injuries that we talked about before and. Particularly the Eduardo one, I, I I think I had a sort of different view to people after that after that draw at Birmingham, because that that was the game, wasn't it, where Gallus mm, Gallus the halfway yeah, line, started sulking on the halfway line, and and at the time, I mean, everyone's going to attack me now, but at the time, I was thinking Gallus isn't isn't so wrong to do that. He's just showing his emotions. I agree. So not, I agree. I, yeah, agree but so. I think everyone's yeah. rea- a lot of people's reaction at the time was exactly the same. Why would, why, why, I've always thought, why, why was everyone so hard on Gallus that day? Because there was a penalty and he was saying, he was upset that Clichy should have bumped. No, I'll tell you why Gallus was upset. The story with that game is that basically they did some minute silence before the game and it was supposed to be dedicated to A, some Birmingham figure but also Sanya's brother or something who just uh, died or something Sanya actually came back to play in that game and uh, Gallus and Sanya apparently were quite close at the time and there was a bit of uh, support going on so they were a bit pissed off about that and it kind of influenced the mindset of uh, those players so I think emotionally Gallus had had a sort of odd week in terms of supporting Sanya um, they planned this thing that you know there should be some kind of tribute, and it didn't work out. He was ignored by Birmingham, 
So, I mean, that's the reason that Gallus was, was pissed off. He just lost it. Not because Clichy should have cleared the ball. No, he wasn't sitting down and minute. crying over that. In right. the 93rd minute, when no, we were 2-1 up, no. and you know what Birmingham are like when they attack you towards their end in the last minute? I mean, he it, should have blasted that ball into Rosette. Yeah, absolutely Instead right. Instead of trying to send someone a dummy, he tried to send the geezer a dummy and then dribble back in the area. That's Wenger football. And then you can't blame Cleese. No, I don't blame Wenger, Wenger for that but, at all. I blame Any fullback worth his salt in the 93rd is the minute. The boy hasn't been luck, coached. Should have blasted that the ball into Rosette. The boy has not been coached. Possession you is not. everything. So you he just not. tried to play you possession football. You do not try and sell I agree. You don't try and sell the <laughs> guy. But the manager <laughs> is the one responsible for Cleese doing that. But, but you can't blame the manager for what Cleese did in the 93rd minute of that That was Wenger philosophy football. What you mean? You mean let sell the guy a dummy keep in the ninety-third the minute? We're two-one up and dribble it back into the area. Well, he was trying to keep the ball. Well, it, well when, he, when he lost the ball, dribbling back into the area, he failed the fella to get it back. No, I mean, it, it shouldn't have. It shouldn't have been in that situation. He should have blasted it into Rosette. Absolutely, and you we and I the time. totally agree on that. Mm. But Gallus yeah. wasn't crying because Clichy did the wrong thing. Yeah. All right. He should have been. Well, I mean, the, the other thing that I <laughs> noticed about that game, and I think a lot of people also felt it who've been watching football as long as we have, was psychologically, you, you, you knew then the game was over. I the title knew challenge was over. We weren't coming back. Yeah, absolutely. That. That's what I was right. saying. Even though we were six now. points clear. And that's why when you could see last it, like a house of cards, you could see a team collapse. Yeah, yeah, and, and, that, and the, the reason for that was there weren't enough because all right, Gallus had gone, okay, mm. but you weren't didn't have enough experienced players. You had fucking El Munia in goal, yeah. But it wasn't instead his fault. of Lehman. No, I'm talking about the Please characters the away. that shape a team, <laughs> yeah. That, that make you come back. That make you come back from a reverse. They make you bounce back like Man United do. Oh, George when Graham you have a bad yeah. result. In yeah. the yeah, season. we had too many kids. <laughs> well, right? I'm telling you now, Edra would not have done that. That game. <laughs> Keep exactly. agreeing with you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, I don't know what you're drinking, Steve, but you're seeing you know, everything's in the opposite. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. long and short of it is that exposed the folly yeah. of this, this long running idea of getting the young team and developing them together. Mm. Because it just shows they don't have the metal to actually recover mm. from a setback and it's happened time and time again yeah but that should never have been a setback that game it should not you're right it was a draw we lost two points but then okay you get back on a roll the next four games we drew mm. the next mm. four league games we drew against crap opposition Birmingham was one Wigan Wigan Aston yeah. Villa um, I can't remember maybe Sunderland might have been one of the others but the long and short of it is we lost eight points out of twelve yeah. following that yeah yeah, and and we ended up losing the title only by about six points or something. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. And we drew six. We, yeah. we drew. Do you remember we were two and up in that game? We had an open goal. A young kid straight forward through on the goalkeeper. All I had to do was start, start passing. Unfortunately, Walcott fucked it up. Walcott scored twice that day. Though. Yeah, he did, but he had the chance for a hat trick. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was added by added by your, your, yeah. Oh yeah, it was added by your Walcott scored both yeah. goals and played yeah. really well. The beautiful yeah. thing is, though, Dave, yeah. is that it's good to see that Kevin Steve four years later are over this game. Scars run deep. That one, that one particularly. Going back as far as we can on this on this list. Well, can you imagine when Arsenal set up? A glamorous, um, <coughs> in the middle of season friendly on Valentine's Day. Mm. I know they had a league game once uh, on um, Valentine's Day about five years ago against Crystal Palace. It was live. Five nil, wasn't it? 
Yeah, uh, five one. Yeah. Um, I um, didn't go out to see my girlfriend Alice Morgan that night, and she gave me the elbow the next day. True story. You've had a lot of girlfriends, haven't you? It's two I've, got, I've got two podcast. more I can do yeah. for this month. You, you, you I've got the wrong women. You're picking <laughs> the wrong women. All right. He's got a bet with someone. He's got to mention all his previous girlfriends before the yeah. end of this podcast. Yeah. What you mean? Yeah. The, one, the one after the Birmingham game that finished yeah. two yeah. each when I got the elbow <laughs> from <laughs> Lydia Smart? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. We are getting too personal. <laughs> Have you had sex with more than fifty women? Uh, uh, apparently, in nineteen. <laughs> well, save that for the hundredth podcast day. Yeah. Uh, sex, sex, sex life special. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest. If it's if it's not fifty, I've got a batting average of forty-five, which is good enough for the England team. Uh, apparently, the Valentine. Well, well thank you. Yeah. The, val- the Valentine's Day. <laughs> The Valentine, um, Ellery no wonder you don't have many long-standing relationships. <laughs> if you're that, yeah, I, I, anyway, I do say more than fifty, but I'm actually 246 years old. Um, so yeah, in 1989, Arsenal had a middle of season friendly yeah. um, Valentine's Day against France. I remember, I was there. Um, so oh, was it, wrong. We won two 0 <laughs> we did win 2-0 goals from Alan Smith and Mike Hayes Mickey Cannon the other column writer from our fanzine was there apparently that was, uh, he was taking his other half Yeah. Um, happy Valentine's Day my love I'm going to see Arsenal play whose team who was the manager of France that night I remember this it's one of the reasons oh anyway. wasn't that um, dude who's now ahead of FIFA no oh, who was it Platini Pla- yeah it wasn't Platini oh. was it Michel Platini yeah. yes it was oh, yes it was yeah. Um, yeah, Joel Ballet Bats was the goalkeeper, and it was a, a hell of a goal from Martin Haynes. My I fifth ever game. That was, was it really. Yeah. Oh. And um, I didn't take a girl. I took my grandfather because I was a virgin in 1989, and I was 13 years of age. My God, you're so young. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Fine, Mark. I think I just discovered that. I think I masturbation. I think that might have been that, but yeah, certainly not. Was it? Was it the size of Eric Cantona in shorts? <laughs> <laughs> But I remember it was a great day because, um, you know, I'd never seen the, the fact that Arsenal were playing a national team, I found absolutely bonkers. The fact that we won 2 0, I remember there was like, like 25,000 there, something like that. It, it was, was really the, reason, the reason France played that game was because they wanted a bit of a warm up before they played Scotland in the World <laughs> Cup qualifiers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't do them much good because, in the end, France did not go to the World Cup. Yeah, like 1990. Uh, Scotland did. So. Um, uh, Platini, let's just hope he's a better head of, of UEFA than he was a manager. Does anyone remember a similar match against Australia that we played? No. Yeah. No. We, we, had a, we had a home friendly against Australia. When? No, I don't remember what, that. Must have been, oh, Mark, I, I thought it was around about the same time. It must have been a lot earlier. It's just how we bought John Cosmina or something John like Cosmina that. John Cosmina played for Australia at that right, time. Okay. And we won 3-1. Was that um, a hybrid thing? Yeah, it was a hybrid. And they wore yellow shirts and green shorts. And thoroughly enjoyed that game, beating Australia 3 1, loved it. Oh. Full house as well. I believe the expression is truth. Yeah. And I believe we played it on a Friday night, I could be wrong. Was that Valentine's Day as well? I'm not sure. I don't know, don't know, it was around about this time of the year. <laughs> Did you take a go at the arse on that night? <laughs> <laughs> you know my feelings on that. Just quickly, the, the other. Um, uh, memorable one was in 1991 where I, I don't think this Arsenal team gets anywhere near enough credit that, that it deserves but that year we only lost one league game the entire season two years after we won at Anfield and we lost that day 2-1 at what was our bogey ground at the time Stamford Bridge um, yeah went 2-0 down and Smith pulled one back in injury time but that was it uh, very quickly before we go is anyone else looking at this list and anything else jumping at them 
jumping out with them and making them laugh or cry or mm-hmm. a bit of them all. Did you just mention the Stanford Bridge one? Uh, yeah, the two yeah. Uh, yeah, the two on the I, ju- I just said that at length. Thank, well, you, for, thank you for listening. I was looking at my leg. I was looking at the clock, thinking how quickly we're going to get down the pub for the second half of the Spurs Liverpool game. Right, that's your lot for this evening. But we will be back with our one hundredth edition in early March. It's unlikely to be any better than the ninety nine that preceded it, but nevertheless, it's nice to reach the three figure landmark. Might be if Kev gets in all the proper people, like all the writers and stuff, and does like <laughs> one of those podcasts. Yeah. That, that might happen. We'll have to have a bigger one next time. Every every single podcast person who's ever, ever, who's ever been team. turns up, and they will do one each. That is a great idea. They will do one of the three podcasts yeah. each. I'm sure that I don't want to be on the I'm same sure that Ivan Gazidis will invite us in to do it, do it in Club Living, the brand new Carlsberg. Why don't we do the hundred podcast, Kevin? We could do it from the actual. We club may. Uh, well, no, we're here. All right. <laughs> 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 I might get to my missus to make a cake. All right. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> what special guests are we going to get in? Uh, well, actually, we've got the return. We think the return of our original host, Mr. Oh, we don't say his name, Lord Ashburton. Is he feeling yeah. good these days? He's got, uh, married, well, he's got married, isn't he, Kevin? I think he's got married. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's got oh, married. Good for him. I'll see the chap again. Mm. Does that mean Dave's been axed? I don't know what, what uh, he's going to do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> squad, squad rotation. <laughs> squad rotation. I, I, I kind of doubt that the Lord will be hosting somehow. Oh, OK. Yeah. Mm. Uh, before we go, uh, a big thank you to Carter Miller. Uh, our, our American fan who sent us a very, very long email. Carter, we're very, very sorry not ignoring you. We will definitely pick you up next time. Um, for the rest of you, in the meantime, if you do want to email us anything about anything related to the podcast, oh, the address... Oh, no. Poor old Carter. 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 Whatever. No, we can't. Carter. We can't. They're, they're four very, very good paragraphs. We do thank you again, Carter, not Carlton. Well, we can't fake we, him that much, can you? Didn't bloody well read it. Oh. Rob, listen to us gibber on. Right, in the meantime, if anyone else wants to email us about anything related to the podcast, the address oh, yeah. is the address is gunapodcast at gmail.com. And our thanks, as ever, to our sponsors, gunashirts.com. Before we go... He's been listening to this whole podcast, thinking, when are they going to read my email? Hang on a minute. Who wants to get down the pub to watch the second half of Liverpool v Spurs? Right, so let's get on. Right, OK, there we go. Well, before we go, a very, very brief word about the next issue of the Guna from our editor, Mr Whit. Kev. Issue 223 is out for the North London derby against Spurs and uh, we need your support so please purchase. Thank you Kevin and on that note I am your host David Udo saying goodbye and thank you all for listening. La di da di da, la di da di di, all good friends and jolly good company. Well, hey!